I needed to have some creative therapy tonight. I needed to like take a couple minutes to be like, you know what, Robin, you got some time. You just finished submitting your assignment. You're chilling. It's Saturday night. Why don't we go through and talk about the fantasy basketball dynasty rankings that just dropped, like literally just dropped on August 4th, I believe, from Hashtag Basketball. If you guys don't know about Hashtag Basketball, it is one of the most amazing platforms to get information for uh, fantasy sports, for football, for baseball, as well as basketball. I use it for rankings. Just so, It's just super valuable. With that said, if you are checking in live, feel free to drop questions. I'll go over any questions you have. This might this might be a lengthy episode. I was going to do just the top 25, but I said, you know what? It's new. It just came out. Let's just bang out all top 50 fantasy basketball dynasty rankings for points league specifically. And just know, I believe that Hashtag basketball is the only platform that has dynasty rankings for points leagues. I know there are a couple other dynasty, um, you know, organizations or groups out there, but I don't know if they do points leagues. This is the only one that I could find. Even fantasy pros, it's a general dynasty. They don't specify for uh, fantasy for hashtag basketball. You'll see that they actually specify overall rankings, which are for category leagues, for example, rebuilding um, rankings if you're starting with a young team, and also if you have a contending team. So if you have maybe some older guys, you might want to draft differently if or, and and assess your team differently if you already have you know a solid foundation with older players. And then they have points league rankings. We're going to be going over the points league rankings. With that said, why don't we just go ahead and get to it? So as you can see here, we're on hashtag basketball right now. Number 50, number 50 is OG and Anobi, OG and Anobi. Um, and the notes from hashtag basketball, they say he has the potential to be a top 50 staple as he continues to develop his game. Now, for me personally, for OG, I, I, I'm not super high on OG, but I understand why people are. I think that he can contribute uh, with defensive statistics, and also he's pretty, you know, average in other areas. But he's not the kind of player that's going to hurt you. However, you know, I think people are a little higher on him than I am for points league. So points leagues. So I wouldn't have OG at 50. Um, there's some other players who didn't make the top 50 that I would maybe move up into that spot. But OG at 50, you know, I disagree with it, but I understand why people are high on him because he does have a lot of potential. So let's talk about number 49. Number 49, we have John Collins. And this is a guy that I think is slept on. I mean, it's crazy. I don't know if you guys saw the uh, I think it's Drew League footage of Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, and John Collins. Yo, I got a video actually on this page where they do just look at for the NBA Jams alley oop. They do like a triple alley oop, y'all. Like they got <laughs> it's like Trey Young like shakes down a defender, then he throws an alley to DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray sees John Collins coming and throws an alley to him and he catches it. I think people are way too 
low on John Collins. All of the threats of him maybe getting traded kind of puts the question mark um, you know, on his future with Atlanta. But I believe that wherever he goes, he's going to be successful. I, I love John Collins for points leagues. And I think that uh, he's definitely undervalued. And here at 49, I would maybe consider taking him a little higher based on some of the other players we see on the list. Uh, I'll deter- make that determination. But as for right now, I think that John Collins should be a little higher. So next up, we're going to go to number 48, Zach Levine. Um, and they say for Zach Levine, a healthy Chicago team, a healthy Chita- a healthy Chicago team, less usage for Levine, but a fully healthy Chicago team is something we haven't seen much. So for Zach Levine, I think that what we need to keep in mind is his ability to score the basketball. If we're talking points leagues, Zach Levine is that guy. And the fact that he is um, let me check here. Oh, his age. He's 27 years old. He's still a young guy. You know, he's in dynasty. You know, if guys are not over 30, you still have, you know, tons of time to get value out of them. And I say this all the time. Never look at your dynasty team for points leagues like it's a 10-year window that you have. So I wouldn't draft like an 18-year-old player in a startup league because, oh, in 10 years, he's going to be the GOAT. I wouldn't do that. I would start looking at your dynasty points leagues from a three-year window. Like, what's going to happen with these players and this roster over the next three years? Because just know that every year we get an influx of new players coming in. So if you have people aging out like the Steph Currys of the world, the Kevin Durant's of the world, you'll be able to replenish those resources with people who are coming through the draft. With that said, I think that um, Zach Levine is undervalued as well. I would have him a lot higher in my top 50, okay? So let's move on. Next up at number 47, we have Bradley Beal. And what Hashtag Basketball says about Bradley Beal, Beal has had a season to forget, but still finished as the 36th-ranked player based on per-game value. Somebody to target in a trade if you're retooling for next season. So Bradley Beal, as you can see here, is 29 years old. I think that, you know, Bradley Beal is a great player. I would never knock Bradley Beal. I think he's awesome. However, when it comes to fantasy, he's the kind of player over the last couple of years that hasn't had the consistency that I like. I I, I like people who are healthy and available. Secondly, I would say that because he has like a big contract, and he's set, you know, and he's committed to Washington. He's committed to not winning a championship in his prime. Maybe he'll, at a later age, maybe in his mid to late 30s, join a team and start ring chasing and get a championship. But right now, he's getting paid premium dollars to be the number one option on a team that is not likely to advance far in the playoffs. So that leads me to believe that his availability will consist continue to be an issue. Also, that he ain't got much to play for. Like, he's good. He doesn't need to be like, yo, let me go for the MVP this year. So I don't imagine that Bradley Beal is going to bring you, you know, uh, top 47 value. Maybe he's in the top 50. I just... On, on the strength of his um, limited availability, I would move him down to at least 50 here. Like, I'm 
I'm not I'm not putting Bradley Beal before Zach Levine. Maybe I'd consider putting him before John Collins, but not Zach Levine. So I, I'm not okay with Bradley Beal for me. Um, but again, I totally respect you know where he is, especially for points leagues. Forty-seven and forty-eight. There's no big difference there. Okay, so let's go ahead and move along. You want to be mindful of time. Looks like this might very well be one of the longest episodes of the season, but let's keep it going. Number 46 is Julius Randle. Let's see what hashtag basketball had to say about Julius Randle. His numbers have regressed to pre-Nicks Randle, but he has started to kick into gear these past few weeks, so there's still hope for a revival. So maybe um, these comments might be a little outdated, but maybe they did them during the season. But let's talk about him. Like, I love Julius Randle. When when he was drafted to the Lakers from Kentucky, I thought he was going to be a special player. He has ball handling skills. He can also, you know, um, he has a pretty consistent jump shot. He can put the ball on the floor. He can defend. Like, Julius Randle is a good player. He had a an outlier season with the Knicks a couple of years ago. And because of that, it inflated his value tremendously. Like, him being in the top 50 for a fantasy dynasty points league ranking, you know, show shows you that he's, in my opinion, overvalued. So for me, this is another player that I wouldn't have this high. I would definitely put Zach Levine above him. And honestly, I'd put John Collins above him too. I think that John Collins is 24 years old. Julius Randle is 27.7. For him to be higher than those guys, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Okay, so let's move along. Next up, we have Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Mm, 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 mm. Man, he, he Kyrie is a story by himself. He just totally stole the narrative at the end of the NBA season. Once the, the, the Golden State Warriors won, where is Kyrie? What is Kyrie? Like, how is Kyrie? Kyrie is always in the news. So that's one thing I respect about him. In terms of... um. Fantasy value for points leagues. Let's see what hashtag basketball says. They said rosters always look better when Kyrie is on them. Big facts. But it's hard to trust him to stay motivated enough to play basketball for an entire season. So let's talk about that quickly. I could do an, a whole episode on Kyrie Irving. If you guys want an episode on Kyrie Irving, do me a big favor. Stop right now because the earth is flat. And you might fall off if you don't stop right now. Go down, leave a comment, and let me know if you want me to do an episode on Kyrie Irving specifically for fantasy basketball. Now, at this level, if you get, if I get Kyrie Irving at 30 years old with, um, you know, pick 45 or rank 45 here, I think that's good value. I'm high on Kyrie Irving because I like the idea of gambling on someone that if in fact they can be consistent, successful, that they could be a league winner. So last year I drafted Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving everywhere, everywhere. Lost a bunch of <laughs> titles, lost a bunch of playoff series, made the playoffs in all of my leagues, but lost a bunch last year. We were also launching game picks, so my attention was really about giving you value, not so much focusing on my teams, but I drafted him everywhere, man. But the reason is because if he plays, he is a top 10 guy. 
He's a top 10 guy. So for me, I, again, and I, I, I'm fully aware of his inconsistency, but for me, I would bump Kyrie Irving up a few spots here, okay? So let's go ahead and jump into number 44, my main man, Paul George. I love Paul George. Let's see what hashtag basketball has to say. He's back and he's relatively healthy. Relatively healthy. <laughs> you can't write that. Oh, that's too good. I gotta have a sip of my drink. Oh my God. Mm-mm-mm. Joe, you crazy for that one. If Joe wrote that, 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 that's crazy. He said he's back and relatively healthy. I cannot. <laughs> he's back and relatively healthy with something to prove heading into next season. Big facts. I think that Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, the whole LA Clippers experiment has been a nightmare so far. A lot of it has to do with injuries. And you know what? In professional sports, we're going to have injuries. The great teams pivot next man up, you know, mentality, and they still can operate and be successful. For Paul George in particular, Paul George is a beast. People forget how good Paul George really is, is, you know, because he's been aligned with an organization that hasn't been doing well the last couple of years. But Kawhi is back. They also picked up John Wall. They have a, a solid core and they, and they have great coaching. I love Teron Lue and I think that he is one of the top coaches in the NBA. So I think that him here in the top 50 at 32 years old is, is a little high for my taste, but I think that it's fair because I think for the next three to five years that he, you can... Maybe, let me take that back. Maybe the next two to three years, not three to five. Maybe the next two to three years, you'll get top value from uh, Paul George. Okay. So let's move along. Next up, we have, next up, we have Jimmy Butler. Yo, I'm going to keep it a hundred thousand percent with y'all right now. I'm going to keep it so real with y'all. I'm out on Jimmy Butler for fantasy. Out, out, out over. Do not draft Jimmy Butler in redraft leagues. Do not draft Jimmy Butler in dynasty leagues, especially. If you can get value, if he drops a round or two from where he's projected to go, according to your rankings or whatever rankings you trust, if it's the, if you trust hashtags, you know, I mean, if you trust game picks, rankings and you like, you know what, Robin, I trust you. I believe in you. And he falls a round or two below what I say he should go at. Then you take him and I'll take him too, but I'm not taking him at what number did they have him here? They got him at number 43. I'm not taking him there. And I love Jimmy Butler. I can't even like, I can't even put into words how much I respect that hard nose, like 90s basketball, like retro 90s hard nose two-way player. Plays offense, defense, clutch, makes shots when it counts and matters. I love Jimmy Butler. But not for Dynasty. Oh, no. Won't be on my team. No, 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 no. And he won't be on your team either. Do not draft Jimmy Butler in Dynasty. It'll break your heart. He's always injured. He's always out. But he comes back in the playoffs for real-life basketball and wins. So stay away from him at all costs, okay? Um, so we're moving up 
Next up, it looks like number 42. Number 42 is Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray is another uh, player that's coming off an injury. I I love him. In the bubble, he was absolutely legendary. You know, one could say his performance, him and Donovan Mitchell, their performances in the bubble a couple of years ago was some of the best, you know, um, head-to-head you know, action that we've seen in NBA history. And especially considering what was happening with um, the killing of George Floyd and and the, you know, socio-political climate in this country at the time, him performing on that level and, and bringing that kind of emotion to the game was very timely. And um, I think for for points leagues, for Dynasty, I think Jamal Murray has some value and I'm, I'm totally comfortable with him at this number 42 spot. So we're going to move along. Next up, we have Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert just got traded to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Rudy, Rudy Gobert is uh, 30 years old, so he's on the older side uh, when you talk about Dynasty. Um, and what Hashtag says is his rebounding will take a hit playing next to another cap- capable rebounder, Cat, but he's going to be an elite three-category monster. So Rudy's going to get you blocks. He's going to get you st- um, defensive stats. He's not the best scorer in the world, but it, it's okay. He, he, he'll he get you a few buckets. So for me, at 41, I'm not okay with that. I would definitely put a person like Zach Levine, and I'll be mentioning Zach Levine, Zach Levine throughout this episode because I think he's way too low. But Rudy Gobert, I think, could be a notch or two lower. So I, I'm not too excited about him. Next up, we have at number 40, DeJounte Murray. So DeJounte Murray was... Um, one of the top players in points leagues last year. So DeJounte being here at 40 has a lot to do with him getting traded recently to the Atlanta Hawks. What hashtag basketball says is moving to Atlanta hurts his value as he finds himself playing with a ball dominant guard and bigs who can rebound. So that makes a lot of sense. I I don't think he'll be a top 10 player again. I don't think that he's going to have that kind of a season where you know, he's the number one option on a team and 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 providing top 10 value in fantasy. But I still think he's DeJounte Murray. I think people get so caught up in, um, you know, get so caught up in where a player is playing, right? What team a player is playing for and not as focused on just the minerals and the makeup of the player. So will he have to adjust? Absolutely. But will Trey Young have to adjust? Yeah. He's going to have to adjust as well. So people are not dropping Trey Young. They're assuming that they need to drop DeJounte Murray. There's no telling what the coaching staff Hawks are going to cook up. They may very well have Trey running and playing at the two and having DeJounte at the one. We don't know yet. So for, for DeJounte, a, a young guy who is 25 years old to go this low, I think is a little bit of a stretch. Yes, the trade will have an impact on his value, but I don't know if I'm dropping him. You know, if he was top 10, I'm dropping him 20 spots, 20, 30 spots. Just doesn't make sense to me, but we'll move along. So that's DeJounte Murray. Next up at number 39, we have Jalen Brown. Hashtag basketball says his usage increased a little more than expected last season. And there's something to suggest that he can't continue it, just needs to keep improving his free throws. I love Jalen Brown. I think in the 
in the playoffs last year, he might have been the best player that the Boston Celtics had. Like, especially in the finals, he was going all out. So I think that for points leagues, he will be valuable. I'm really comfortable with him being here in the late 30s. This is a really good spot for him. So I'm not mad at um what hashtag basketball decided on for his rankings. Next up at number 38, we have James the Beard Harden. James Harden for points league specifically is one of my favorite players. I love the beard. And yes, it's not Houston James Harden, but Houston James Harden was averaging like 35 points a game. You know, like he was averaging like 34, 10 assists, nine rebounds. Like he was out of this world. Like nobody can sustain that for their entire career. However, even like James Harden of today from the Sixers, if he's giving you 25, eight and eight, like people are complaining about that. James Harden had a good season last year. People like compare him to Houston, James Harden. And I think that does a, a disservice to who he is as a fantasy contributor. In fantasy basketball, James Harden should be high on all redraft rankings. However, for Dynasty, due to his age, he's 32.9 um, or with 32 and nine months. I think that 38 might be good. It's okay with me. When I see this, I'm like, even some of those guys like Steph Curry and um, and Kevin Durant, who are about the same age, that 32, 33 years old, should maybe even be a little higher. James Harden here has a lot to do with his ability to distribute the basketball, get rebounds, and score. He hits all three of those marks. Um, hashtags comments are, Harden didn't look great during the playoffs. True. But he really does. Big facts. And offseason working the pick and roll with Embiid should only mean good things for next season. I love that because he didn't have the time to really develop that chemistry with Joel Embiid. They kind of just were playing pickup basketball a lot. As you can see early on after he was traded there, he had some success and then it tapered off. I think having a full offseason, getting in shape, you know, staying out of the club, not hanging out with Travis Scott all the time, like James Harden is going to be okay. Next up in the top 50, we have Jalen Green. Jalen Green. I think this is way too high for Jalen Green. I think that uh, I think he has a lot of potential. Last year, in my opinion, especially for Dynasty, like he was like in some of my 10 man leagues, he was on a wa- on a waiver wire, on a waiver wire. Like people were like dropping Jalen Green. He was available. So for him to be 37, uh, I'm not okay with this. I think like he's ahead of James Harden and Zach Levine. Age is important for Dynasty. Him being 20 years old. Yes, 20 years old and five months. He's a young guy. He's not even old enough to drink. Speaking of drinking. Why don't you guys go ahead and drop a comment right now, whether you're on the live or you're watching the um the the replay, drop a comment and tell me what your favorite drink is when you're watching the game. Water, beer, juice, tell me. Ah, and I'll have a sip of one of my favorite drinks. I'm not going to tell you what it is. It has seltzer in it. So Jalen Green, what hashtag says is 
a great athlete whose offensive game is well-suited to the NBA. It's going to take him time, and he's going to tank your field goal percentage in the process, but the potential is there. Yes, potential. So for potential and rankings, I would drop him a little lower. 37, this is a blatant insult to um, Zach Levine. I think that this is way too high. Also for DeJounte Murray, also for Jalen Brown, Jalen Green, this is off. Joe, hashtag for points leagues, this one is off. We need to adjust it. Number 36. Number 36 is Brandon Ingram. Hashtag basketball says his lack of disim- uh, his lack of defensive numbers hurt his value. I agree that that would hurt his value, but that's more for category leagues. I think when you talk about points leagues, Brandon Ingram is going to be a top 50 staple for years to come. He's a relatively young guy uh, at 24 years old. He's playing in a system that he's flourished in. And yes, uh, Zion has been out. But I believe even with Zion in the lineup, he'll still be able to provide top quality value for Dynasty Points League. So I'm a little higher on Brandon Ingram. But um, yeah, there's some guys I even see here. I would even move him up a spot or two. So let's talk about the next player who is uh, Josh Giddy. So Josh Giddy here is ranked at 5. He is 19 years old, y'all. 19 years old and eight months. He was the youngest player in NBA history. The youngest player in NBA history to get a triple-double. So for me, pay attention to that. When you have players who are coming into the league and they start associating the term the youngest player to ever blank, those are the people that you want to invest in there. Sports cards, invest in their dynasty value, invest in their NFT values for Top Shot. Wherever you're investing in uh, sports, those are the players you want to look out for. So I love Josh Giddy. If he, this is what hashtag has to say about him. If he can, if he can clean up his shooting percentages, he's a he has a chance of becoming a really nice fantasy player. Should have ample opportunity in OKC to collect those counting stats. I agree. And I think also it's worth noting that his ability to rebound the ball as well as distribute the ball and the fact that he's a big guard. He's a big guy, you know? So I love Josh Giddy, And I think this might, in some in some people's opinion, be a little high. But I, I really think that Josh Giddy is going to be either the top guy in OKC or he's going to be the number two to Chet and or Shea Gildress Alexander. They have an amazing young core. And I think that, excuse me, I think that Josh Giddy is going to go a long way. Next up, we're going to go to number 34. That is Jaron Jackson Jr. Hashtag writes, right when we started getting excited about Triple J this season, he gets injured again. And it's a pattern I'm not down for. You know what, hashtag? Me too. I have... Triple J in a bunch of my dynasty leagues. And every year I'm kind of like, dang, is he like, is he going to do this? Like, is he really going to be out again? And like I said earlier, injuries are a part of sports, not just NBA. And honestly, people who work for NBA teams, people who play for NBA teams are not thinking about the fantasy basketball community. And I get that. But come on, man. Like every year, he has so much potential. That team has like 
NBA championship written all over it. But his injury history makes me feel like 34 is a little high. I would definitely have Brandon Ingram above him right now, James Harden, Jalen Brown, DeJounte Murray, um, Kyrie Irving, Zach Levine. I would definitely have above uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. right now. So let's go ahead and take a look at number 33, DeAndre Ayton. At one point, DeAndre Ayton was very, very high in um, fantasy points leagues rankings for Dynasty. He was a lot higher than this, but I don't know if it's the, the potential trade rumors, you know, him not being happy in Phoenix, whatever's happening, his value is sinking. DeAndre Ayton is only 24 years old. People forget he was drafted number one in the in the draft. He was he was drafted number one in the draft with uh Luka Doncic and Trey Young. He is in a class of legendary, you know, basketball players. And what his his numbers are not can't compete with those guys, but he's still a really solid player. So for me, 33, rank 33 at 24 years old, I think it could be a little higher. Let's go to number 32, one of my favorite players to talk about, Ben Simmons. The fact that hashtag basketball has him ranked so high says a lot about Ben Simmons and his, you know, his skill level and his physical attributes. He's just a beast. He's a big guy, 6'9", 6'10", plays defense. He's like an all-defensive player. People get on him about not being able to shoot, but he makes up for it in so many different areas. Shaquille O'Neal could not shoot. Yes, he was a big man, but if you look at Ben Simmons, the way he plays the point guard position and the way he contributes to a basketball, he can be considered a big man who plays point guard. So build a team around him that will help to highlight his gifts. And I believe Ben Simmons will live up to this rank of 32 on hashtag basketball's fantasy basketball dynasty rankings. Um, next up, number 31 is De'Aaron Fox. Hashtag basketball says Sacramento moving Halliburton means they're fully invested in Fox at point guard. He should mesh well. He should mesh well with Sabonis once they get a few games under their belt. So for me, I like De'Aaron Fox. I don't like De'Aaron Fox at 31. I think that's a little too high. He, you know, is a great player. You know, he actually at one of my programs came to speak to our kids, um, you know, which is really dope, really good guy. But for for fantasy basketball. I think I'm a little over him. We were drafting him in the second round a couple of years ago. It might even have been last year. We were drafting him high in in really big big leagues. He was even going in the first round, and he hasn't lived up to those expectations yet. So because of that, I think that 31 might be a little high. Again, I keep talking about Zach Levine. I would take Zach Levine before De'Aaron Fox in a in a startup dynasty um, draft right now. I would definitely take Ben Simmons and there's a few other players. So for me, I'm not as high on De'Aaron Fox right now. If he if he can show something for me this season, maybe that'll change. But as of right now, I'm not okay with him being ranked number 31. So let's move on to number 30. That is Anthony Davis. Oh my God. Like Anthony Davis is another one, just like Jimmy Butler. I'm a, I'm gonna keep it a hundred percent real with you like 100 i am never never 
drafting Anthony Davis again. I don't give a shish kebab. He could drop two rounds, three rounds, four rounds worth of value. If he's ranked 25 or 30 and he gets down to the 60th pick, I am not drafting him again. And for Dynasty, when we're talking long-term future, every year we say this is the year that he's going to stay healthy. Yo, I'm over this. I would not put him that high. I would put not put him at 30. I'm sorry. Let's move on. I can't. Number 29, Paolo Benchetto. Oh, my gosh. This young man from the Orlando Magic, just drafted from Duke, is a beast. I had the opportunity to watch him during summer league, and your man is for real. He's a big, strong player with the ability to take to attack the basket off the dribble with his back to the basket. He he shows up on the defensive side of the ball. I really like him. At um 29 here, at 29, I'm not sure how I feel about that, but I'm not mad at it. He's 19 years old, y'all. I think he has a lot of room to grow. So I'm going to just roll with it. Actually, I'll give a stamp of approval. If you guys, let me give it again, stamp of approval. Paolo, that high, I, I can't even be mad at it. Just watching him, he passes the eye test. Number 28. Next up, we're going to go with number 28, Damian Lillard. Let's see what hashtag says about Damian. I'm expecting Lillard to bounce back after having time off to recover from his injury. I agree. I think that Damian Lillard in your redraft leagues as well as your dynasty leagues is going to drop. He's going to fall. People are going to be concerned. They're going to be scared. But it's still Dame time, y'all. Damian Lillard is 32 years old on the older side for dynasty, but still tons of value that he provides. So for me, I'm I'm buying on Damian Lillard. Don't know if I would have him above players like Ben Simmons. Uh or James Harden. I would put him above Zach Levine right now at 32 years old, but you know, we'll see what happens with him. I, I do believe he's going to have a good season. At number 27, we have Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is 33 years old in nine months. He's going to be 34 very soon. So for me, I would put Harden above Kevin Durant just because of the age. Um, and also, I think for points leagues, uh, James Harden contributes in a different way than Kevin Durant. I do believe Kevin Durant is valuable. Maybe I wouldn't move Kevin Durant Kevin Durant down. Maybe it would be me moving James Harden up. If we're going to have this cluster of older players with Damian Lillard at 32 and um, Kevin Durant at 33, and down here I have uh, James Harden at 32, maybe I would put them all together if when I redo my my rankings, and if you guys want to let me know, um, or if you guys want an episode where I adjust these rankings to kind of where I see them, please let me know in the comments. Um, I think that I think that this older group of superstars should be in kind of the same cluster with respect to them, but also with respect to the younger players who are the buns, uh, if you will, of that uh, you know hamburger. Um, I do have a comment here from Adam. Adam says, did you try all-time fantasy draft? 
That's a great question, Adam. I have not done a all-time fantasy draft, but if you want to drop a, well, you did drop a comment here. Let, I'll, I'll, I'll write that down and, and take a note of that. I think that's a, a cool idea, like an all-time fantasy draft. Okay. So yeah, for, for Kevin Durant, I, I'm okay with him at 27 if we can move Harden up. At number 26, we have Stephen Curry. And fa- uh, hashtag says, Steph is no longer somebody you can rely on for solid field goal percentage. And it has cost him a few spots in his rankings. Don't fret. He's still an elite fantasy player. I, I'm okay with Steph Curry at 26. I think that Steph Curry in fantasy at 34 years old for Dynasty is still going to give you another two years of supreme high-level output. And the way NBA players are sustaining their um, primes, if you will, like what LeBron is doing is out of this world. It's notable, you know, to, to, to address the fact that LeBron is not in the top 50, but he's putting up top 50 numbers every year. It's like, Tom Brady with football. People are like, when is the cliff going to come? It's the same thing with LeBron. So I think these, this, this new era or this class of um, NBA players led by LeBron James, like the KDs, the Currys, the Hardens, they might have really long careers where they're putting up numbers like that. So for me, having um, the ability to grab Steph Curry with the 26th pick in a, a dynasty format, knowing that I'll get three at least three more years of good value from him, good value, potentially two years of supreme high-level value, I'm taking it every day. At number 25, we have Fred Van Vliet. I love Fred. He's only 28 years old. Hashtag said he's somebody who can help you win a championship if you can stomach his field goal percentage. But points leagues, the field goal percentage is not going to matter so much. So for me, I'm I'm buying in on Fred Van Vliet, and I'm okay with him being one of the players to kind of be the top, the beginning of the top bun of that hamburger that I'm talking about, where it's like younger players, really legendary uh, older players, and then again more younger players. I think he's a great you know segue into the next generation of fantasy superstars. Number twenty four is Chet Holmgren. This is high for Chet. He's only 20 years old. He was just drafted this year. I think this is speculative. I I love that hashtag took the leap to put him that high, but putting Chet above uh, Steph Curry where we don't know what he's going to do. All The only data we have is his college career and what he did in Summer League. And Summer League was lights out. I love it. He has a very small frame. He reminds me more of a Kevin Durant who also has a small frame, physical frame that is, and is able to produce on a high level. So I, I know that it's possible for Chet to have a really good career, but I don't know if I would jump out the window and put him above Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, even um, at this point uh, of the 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 dynasty fantasy basketball season where we're kind of getting ready for drafts, I think that putting him at the the bottom bun would have been a little more suitable in this position. Number 23 is Pascal Siakam. He is a guy that is totally disrespected and undervalued on so many levels. I think that um, at 28 years old, he still has a lot in the tank. Um, but again, for, for at, at number 23, he's another one of those players that I believe should be on the bottom of that bun, not on the top 
where he's above players like Steph and Kevin Durant. Even in Dynasty at 28 years old especially, I think he's a great player, but I wouldn't put him this high. Maybe a little lower. Next up is one of my favorite players, Zion Williamson. What Hashtag Basketball has to say is his upside is huge. No, that wasn't a pun about his weight. They wrote that, not me. I didn't say it, Zion. But he has missed significant time every season since joining the NBA. He's almost off his rookie contract without a healthy season in the books and has only played 85 games in his first three seasons. So um, there's been an update. He has signed a, a contract with the Pelicans, so he'll be around for a while. Listen. People were so hyped about Zion Williamson before he was drafted. People thought that he was going to be the next coming of LeBron James. Like Barkley and LeBron had a baby and then Zion Williamson, right? Here's what I'll say. I believe in Zion. He had some of the craziest field goal percentage we've ever seen in the season that he played. I think he averaged like 27 points a game, y'all. He was averaging 27 at like 50, I want to say 50 or 60%. Do we have that data here? Let me check. We don't have that data here, but I'm going to say his field goal percentage was at least over 50%. So he's shooting from 50%, averaging 27 points a game, like literally in the paint, one of the, the, the most savage players we've ever seen. I'm buying on Zion, and I'm going to go... As far as saying he is too low at 22 here. 22 is too low for bro. I'm sorry. I would put him up a lot higher than this. Next up at number 21 is Jared Allen. Hashtag basketball says uh, Cleveland's big starting lineup on paper caps Allen's upside. But in reality, it's bringing the best out of him. I like Jared Allen a lot, and I think for points leagues especially, he's going to be a double-double threat every single night. So him here at uh, 21, I'm okay with, with the exception of uh, Zion. So if we're talking about that hamburger, new players, old-school legends like Kevin Durant and Steph Curry, and then more young players, he should be on the top of that where I, I, I'm okay with him being above Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. Not okay with him being above Zion Williamson, um, but I think Jared Allen is slept on. He's only 24 years old. He is just getting better. He hasn't even reached his prime yet. So I'm all uh, for and all in on Jared Allen. Next up at number 20, DeMontis Sabonis. I love DeMontis Sabonis. I think wherever he goes for fantasy, he's going to be a, a a solid contributor. People are not so excited about him in real life. There's maybe some holes in his game. But in terms of fantasy output for scoring uh, platforms, I think that he's super valuable. And um, number 20, I, I would have him at over the legendary players, yes, but I wouldn't have him above players like Zion or Jared Allen. So I'd probably have him more like 22, have uh, Zion a little further up, and then also uh, Jared Allen here at 21 is okay for me. Next up is Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes, Rookie of the Year last year in the NBA for the 2021-22 season. Hashtag basketball says, remember when everybody was worried that Toronto reached for Barnes in the draft? Well, right now it's looking like one of the best draft day selections. Number 19 for Scotty Barnes. 
I think that's a little high. I would definitely have Zion a little above him. Um, maybe even Jared Allen. I'm okay with him being above Sabonis. For number 18, we have Darius Garland. Darius Garland is the truth. I grabbed him everywhere. This is when Colin Sexton was healthy. I grabbed him everywhere in Dynasty. I just knew it. Again, you got to trust that eye test, y'all. When you watch the players play, think about them at their best and also them progressing in their careers when you're like scouting for young players for for a fantasy dynasty. And Darius Garland, he was on the waiver wire, y'all. I grabbed him off the waiver wire everywhere. Kept him when he was okay. Then he had his breakout all-star season. And ever since then, you know, I've just been crazy about him. So I love Darius Garland here. Number 17, Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton, according to Hashtag, has averaged 17.5 points, 9.6 assists, and 1.8 steals, shooting uh, 50.2% from the field and 84.9 from the line. They're elite numbers, and Tyrese is on his way to becoming an elite player. At number 17 for uh, points leagues, I'm fine with that for Tyrese Halliburton. He is going to be a solid fantasy contributor for, for years to come. Next up, we have at number 16, Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham uh, hashtag says, Cade had an excellent rookie season, finishing as the 59th best player based on per-game averages. The field goal percentage is a worry, but it's hard to imagine it's not improving over the next few seasons. So Cade Cunningham, I think going into... Uh, last year, I thought would be the favorite for Rookie of the Year. It didn't work out like that, but I think with Jaden Ivey coming, excuse me, and also they have Killian Hayes there. There's a lot of traffic in the back uh, in the backcourt, but Cade has kind of um, established himself as the leader in in the backcourt, and also I think he has the potential to be the leader for the team in the future. So for me, I'm totally fine, and I agree with. Um, Cade Cunningham being number 16 here. Number 15 is Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley. I made a trade for Evan Mobley that I was reaching, y'all. I think I traded, I think I might have traded Josh Giddy and Tyrese Halliburton for Evan Mobley. I might have lost on that trade. That was a mistake. But at the time, I felt like Evan Mobley was going to be the new Tim Duncan. Until this day, I still think he has that kind of potential. And he's a double-double machine. He also can contribute on the defensive side of the ball. Hashtag says Mobley has the signs of being a generational talent on the defensive end of the floor, and he's more than capable of scoring on the other end of the floor. So again, that trade I made, totally bad business. I failed. I was being impulsive. Also, if I remember correctly, me and my um, league mate were filming a live trade session. I was trying to get some content around like making a trade live and I may have overpaid. I, I definitely overpaid, but I'm okay with it because Evan Mobley is going to be a legendary NBA player, in my opinion. So him here at 15 might even be a little low, but um, I definitely have him above everyone in his class. And I think that he has the potential to be 
an, a, a perennial all-star and also maybe even a, uh, a Hall of Famer one day. Number 14 is Donovan Mitchell. If you know me, you know I don't really care for Donovan Mitchell in fantasy. I think he's a great player in real life. I have, I don't have any stock in Donovan Mitchell. Him being a 14 above people like Zach Levine, with him, Donovan is uh, 25 years old in nine months, so he's going to be 26 soon. I take him, I take Zach Levine above him every day, every day. There's tons of people on this list I would take above him. Zion Williamson, like, it's just crazy. Like, I'm not, I'm not a Donovan Mitchell fantasy fan. Number 13, Bam Adebayo. I love Bam Adebayo. His high school actually played against my high school. So there's this whole like regional support that I have for him being from, um, I went to high school in Eastern uh, Carolina and he, I believe, went to Swansboro. Listen, I'm a big Bam fan. A player that can play defense, uh, should have maybe even been defensive player of the year last year, but he's a solid defender, but also could take you up the dribble. He can handle the ball like a guard. People sleep on Bam. I would say that Bam is a little low here. I would have Bam. Maybe he's not a little low here. He, I think he's okay. Looking at some of the people ahead of him, I think number 13 is actually just right for Bam. Next up is Anthony Edwards. Oh my God. I love Anthony Edwards. I love Anthony Edwards. Uh, hashtag basketball says he continues to blossom into a star in the league. The only thing stopping him from being a star in fantasy are his shooting percentages, which we should expect to improve next season. So for points leagues, that does not apply. I, he's okay. Like he can miss some shots. He's going to score those points. He's 21 years old, ranked number 12. I think this is perfect for him. I'm okay with this. I'm all in on Anthony Edwards. Next up, we have, we're breaking, getting close to the top 10. We have SGA, aka Shea Gildress Alexander, 24 years old for the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Hashtag says, if this is the season OKC decides it's okay to start winning some games, then we'll see a lot more of SGA on the court. So yes, they have rested SGA over the last couple years. I think with getting Chet, having Josh Giddy clicking, I think they're going to try to win some games this year. And I think they have a really good shot if they can get some chemistry to maybe even sneak into the playing tournament. So I love uh, SGA and I love him here at number 11. So now we're officially into the top 10. The number uh, number 10 on this list is Devin Booker. Devin Booker is 25 years old for the Phoenix Suns. Hashtag says, Booker closed out the season strong. He had upped his usage to cover for an injured CP3, finished the season as 21st best player based on per game rankings. Devin Booker, people forget, yo, this man scored over 70 points in a game. 70 points. I want to just do it real quick. 70 points. Booker. It was 70, right? I keep every... With 70 points, yo. 70 points. Like, come on. People call him baby mamba for a reason. Like, that's like mini Kobe. I love Devin Booker. And at number 10, I don't disagree with that. I think that's fine. Number nine is Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is 28.4 years old. So that's 28 years and four months. Hashtag says, can he follow up his MVP-like season with another? He'll continue to put up elite numbers. Just don't expect them to play a full season. So 
because of Joel's injury history, I'm okay with him being number nine. If he's healthy, he might be in the top five, but he's never healthy. Well, let me take that back. He's been healthy, but he's going to miss some games. He hasn't had any extended, you know, absences. Um, at least last year, he did pretty good, but he's going to get uh, nicked up and, and miss a couple games here and there. Number eight, LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball is one of my favorite basketball players. I love LaMelo Ball. Here's what Hashtag has to say about the 21-year-old point guard from Charlotte. Has a fantasy-friendly game, big facts, and is in the perfect low-pressure, fast-paced scenario in Charlotte. He has increased his field goal percentage away from being a first-round pick in redraft leagues. So LaMelo with Miles Bridges going through his legal situation, he might have to shoulder a lot of the scoring um, responsibilities. He's up for an extension this year. There's a lot happening for LaMelo. So I imagine that LaMelo being ranked at number eight for Dynasty points leagues is fair. And I think that one could even argue that he should be a little higher. So I'm okay with number eight. I'm not sure if I'll move him much on my rankings, but I'm completely fine with this. Number seven is Carl. Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns is way too low here. I think Carl Anthony Towns is a top five uh, dynasty talent. Yes, Gobert's in town, and with Gobert there, there might be some sacrifices that need to be made by some of the players, but I don't think Cat is one of those players that's going to have to sacrifice. So if you look at it, we got Anthony Edwards at 12 and then his teammate number at number seven. Those guys have a bright future. I think that at 26 years old, Car Anthony Towns should be a little higher. Hashtag says Gobert will eat into his rebounding, big facts, his shot blocking, big facts, and touches at the rim, eh. but he's still an uber efficient shooter at the center position who can hit two to three point two. Uh, plus threes a game. Number six. Number six. We're getting down to the top five soon. Number six is John Morant. Hashtag says, Morant bounced back after a season to forget and cemented himself as a high-end fantasy player. He is 23 years old. I am all in on John Morant. I think him here at number six is fair. Number five, Trey Young. Trey Young is 23 years old. A hashtag says, I don't see the addition of Murray hurting Trey's dynasty value all that much. One can argue that it could, but for me, I, I don't think that that's the case. I think that Trey will not be impacted by DeJounte, and he's still going to live up to his value as a top five uh, dynasty fantasy basketball player for points leagues. Number four is Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is 24 years old. He plays multiple positions. Um, hashtag says we last saw Tatum on the court having a less than Tatum like final series, but fantasy basketball is a regular season game. Big facts. I think that Tatum at number four might be a little high. I would have, um, Carl Anthony Towns for sure over him. I think other than that, that's fine. I, I would maybe have him at five, uh, right before Trey. So Jason Tatum, I would have a little lower, but again, that's nitpicking at that point. Number three, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo is 27 years old. Is the, This is a debatable topic. The top three in dynasty fantasy basketball, as well as redraft categories everywhere. This is going to be a debate. The Joker um, and um, Antetokounmpo. Luka Doncic, not so much when it comes to categories. I think people ha are a lot lower on him for 
categories. But for points leagues, people know that he's a, a triple double threat. So for Giannis at number three, I'm okay with that. I think that would be in line with my rankings. Number two is going to be um, Luka Doncic. Again, like I'm fine with that. He's 23 years old. One could even argue that maybe he should be number one over Jokic in a points league just because of the age. But um, I'm okay with that. And then last but not least, at number one is Nikola Jokic, 27 years old, the center for Denver. Again, another triple-double threat, but also you're going to get some defensive stats. Here's what Hashtag Basketball has to say about him. Finished the best player in fantasy basketball for the past two seasons. And he'll continue being one of the best big men in fantasy basketball for years to come. So he's 27 years old. He's going to slowly but surely in a couple years come down where Luka is going to constantly go up. So I think that it's worth noting that... um, you know, the age factor for Luca would make it a debatable, you know, discussion in terms of him being the number one uh, dynasty fantasy basketball points leagues for points leagues. So we can talk about that later. Um, listen, I'm, I'm having a great time. We're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. I just want to make sure that we're on the same page. If you want more videos where I do rankings, please drop a comment and let me know. Also, please join our private Discord server if you need help with waiver picks, trades, dynasty questions, team names, the works. All you have to do is hit the link in the YouTube description of this video. And also, don't forget, bang on that subscribe button, hit us with a thumb, thiggity thumbs up, and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you absolutely crush your week. Now get out there and make some game picks.